Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Grant Elliott's had a whirlwind couple of days. He's whisked his way to Pakistan, has called the first game of the five Match T20 International Series between Pakistan and New Zealand, and then hung around to speak to us uh, earlier this morning. It was a long, long day, and fair to say when we caught up with Grant Elliott, uh, Ben Francis, he looked rather dishevelled. Here is our chat with my co-host, Mr. Grant Elliott. Mr. Grant Elliott joins us from Pakistan. Oh, gee, you look at picture, Grant. Uh, it looks like it's been a seamless, <laughs> seamless sort of acclimation into the wonderful country that is Pakistan. You, you look fighting fit. Well, um, I don't know if I'm fighting fit. Uh, jet lag hit me uh, in the last sort of, I guess, 15 overs. I called Maling- Malinga Muralithran. I called uh, Baba Azam, Baba Zaman. So um, I abused their probably finest ever player or batter. So I'll probably be, you know, thrown over the coals like Simon Dool has over the last <laughs> week or so for um, – abusing not only Virat Kohli, but Barbara Azar. So, um, no, I, it's been good. I arrived and some guy who was sitting next to me when I was just going into like hour number 40 of travel, I thought to myself, I don't think I can meet someone who likes cricket. And unfortunately, I was at the, the, <laughs> I was at the gate to, from Abu Dhabi to Lahore. And the Lahorians love their cricket. So I sat next to someone who spoke to me, uh, spoke cricket to me for four hours, which was great. It was good. And now I'm but speaking to you guys. We've talked about this in the past, chatters on aeroplanes. And, and, and if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I'm very anti-chatter. Don't chat to me. Don't chat. You, you, you on the other hand, I, I vaguely remember you don't mind a chatter, but in this instance, you, you didn't want a bar of it. I, I love a chatter, but when I have that in my mind, I think about Wellington to Auckland. I don't think about, you know, <laughs> when, you're, when you're on your knees and you're in hour number 40 and you've got the last leg to Lahore. I don't really want to speak to, to anyone about cricket. When did Murali become Pakistani? That, that's big news. No, there, there was a guy that was bowling like Malinga, and I said, yeah, he bowls very, very much like Muralithran. <laughs> And then the producer was in my ear and he was going, you mean Malinga? You mean Malinga? I was like, I mean Malinga. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, excellent. But has it been a warm welcome? Um, uh, are the Pakistan faithful happy New Zealand's come back for this makeup? Let, let's kiss and make up series. Yeah, the kiss and make up series. Well, I mean, you know Lahore's my second home. I've been here um second to uh most times second to danny morrison um but yeah i think the fact that pakistan win is great but we had a poor showing tonight it wasn't great and we only had one day to acclimatize the conditions um which yeah i mean is that an excuse anymore i don't know um because teams just you know come and go from international tours there's not the build-up that you always used to get for tours now sort of you rock up and you play, but I think it just probably shows more the inexperience in terms of the combinations that we've got. And we're missing eight, nine players to IPL. 
Well, let's talk the anatomy of this game. Pakistan won the toss, select to bat first. And if you're a if you're a New Zealander, um, you could not draw it up any better the start, right? You've got rid of Rizwan and Baba Azam. That's his name, Grant, Baba Azam. He's kind of a big <laughs> deal in Pakistan. Both of them are back in the pavilion inside five overs. It's the dream start for New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it was. But then they got going again. They um, There was a youngster who came in, Saima Ayub. I hadn't seen him play up until today. And, yeah, he was, he was brilliant. He got 47 of 28 balls and fucker Zaman was in with them. So they developed quite a good partnership. And at the 11 over mark, I was commentating and um, I thought, oh, you know, Russian Ravindra is bowling to two left-handers. This is not a good matchup. And they were eyeing up almost 200 then. And then suddenly we got a run out. Chad Bowes, brilliant run out, one hand pick up, you know, off balance throw, hit the stumps. Um, so like we do, we kept fighting and, you know, from 109 for 300, suddenly they were 131 for six in the 13, you know, uh, 14th over. So it was a great fight back. But, um, yeah, let it let it slip a little bit. Or I, I guess like 182 average scores 167 at that ground. Yeah. And small, small boundaries, quick outfield. You would have thought 182, okay, we've got a chance. But it was seeming around quite early on, like in the power play. I said, oh, it should be quite fat, flat, and, and we won't see any swing and seam. And there was swing and seam. Um, so that was always going to be tough when you looked at Shane Shah, Freedy, and you looked at the likes of Harris Ralph and their the new bowler, Zaman, um, who comes in and bowls like Malinga. So, um, yeah, uh, it, uh, they, they did exactly what um, – their bowlers were probably thinking that they could do was just knock the top off us. And we were three down in no time, 29 for three in under five yep. overs. It's been their strength, their T20 bowling. Um, it, it saw them ride on the back of that to a World Cup final, of course. And we'll talk more about how New Zealand sort of didn't handle that. But but you look back at the last couple of overs of the Pakistan innings, New Zealand, I think we conceded 20-odd runs against the tail. That That's um, pretty telling uh, to push it beyond an... Uh, you know, an average total up into that 180 bracket, which is always going to be difficult to chase down. But also in that, we, we saw the completion of quite a weird hat-trick for Matt Henry over two spells, right? It is- yeah, so I've been involved in a hat-trick like that in Sri Lanka, yeah. not me personally, but I was in the team when Jacob Oram got one. Um, and it's a shame I don't have the the uh, names of the players because we did have it flashed up from the, the statistician. But I know Southey, Oram, uh, Henry and... I don't know, I want to say Milne, but I wasn't sure who the other name was. Um, you'll be able to tell the listeners, I'm sure. Um, and it, the one in Sri Lanka with Jacob Oram, we didn't even know it was a hat-trick. <laughs> so we got into the change room and then someone said, oh, Jake, you got a hat-trick. Well, oh, because you, when you get the... You get the two wickets, but then when you come on at the death, you know, it's been however, eight overs or whatever since you bowled your last over, so everyone forgets. Um, so yeah, it was a strange one, but it was a brilliant catch though. Daryl Mitchell, geez, it was a, it had some rugby in it, which was great because, um, Kyle Mills did the hacker. He, <laughs> I've got to tell you about the, the biggest, the biggest stitch up of all time, right? The producer phones me the night I get in, he goes, Grant, I've got a great idea. Um, you're going to have to teach the two uh, female presenters the hacker in the morning. And I said, listen, um, 
I'm actually, I was born in Johannesburg, but I tell you what, Kyle Mills will be brilliant. He will, he'll be excellent at it. So Millsy had to produce the hacker before, before the game on live TV. Um, so yeah, man, it's, he's not going to like me for that. I don't think. No, that's brilliant though. Uh, you are right. Tim how they got one recently. Michael Bracewell. Don't forget Michael Bracewell. Oh, there we go. That was the other one. Yeah. Is yeah that, Michael... Have I got all the names then? So yeah, Oren, but... Southie, Bracewell, and now Henry. Yeah, now you're making me fact-checked, and we all know that's not my strength. I'd like to know, is it okay, and this is a question I'll put to the audience, what, what, is it okay to celebrate in a losing effort? What, and what's the most monumental thing you've done in a losing effort? Does, does Matt Henry go and get shouted now? And, and is that appropriate, or does that uh, go against all, all the cricketing spirit? Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, we were handing out like awards and it's funny in the subcontinent, there's award for everything. There was an award for the all rounder of the day. There was the best performance. Yeah. There was the best fielder. Um, and we were like, Matt Henry didn't get anything and he got a hat trick, I think. <laughs> and like, I felt quite sorry for him. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a weird hat trick. The thing is with T20 hat tricks as well. I don't want to take anything away from him. But batters do kind of, you know, just give their wickets away at the end. It's not like, yeah. you know, you've knocked his off stump over, then, you know, ripped one past the gloves and then, you know, LBW for the last. It was sort of like, you know, caught on the boundary. But hat-trick's a hat-trick and, uh, you know, you've got to celebrate these things. So that was probably the only shining light. Our fielding was all right, but Matt Henry's hat-trick was probably the only shining light in, in the whole game, to be honest. What's your personal highlight? Best performance in a losing effort, Grant Elliott? Best performance in a losing effort? Um, uh, oh, uh, 115 in Sydney. We lost by 20-odd runs. Yeah, That was a good knock. And and I will tell you this, okay? Now I'm going to get bitter with um, the <laughs> That's the what Australian... I wanted. Tired and yeah. bitter. The combination we yeah. dream of, Ben Francis. You've really got me at a bad time now. So, um, and I think I may have been through this before. So, I got 100 at Sydney, and Brad Haddon got his first ever 100. Anyway, he celebrated like he'd won the World Cup. He, like, ran towards the members' stand. Whereas I just did a Kane Williamson. I just, you know, put my bat up. Anyway, he got man of the match, rightfully so. He got 100. They won man of the match. The next game in Melbourne... Um, I got 70-odd not out. We beat Australia. They gave it to Michael Clark, who got 96 off 120 balls, and they lost. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I was <laughs> I was done for a man of the match award. But anyway, All right, yeah, to why the have we gone off topic? <laughs> oh, because that's what we do on the show. Double eight, double three to our weekend warriors. We want you to blow your own trumpet. The best performance you've had in a losing effort. And did you celebrate? Did you celebrate? Uh, back to the New Zealand batting performance. Um, there's not really much to crow about. Latham gets a start, but at least than a run a ball. Mark Chapman top scores 34 off 27, but n- no one really was able to handle that very impressive attack. I think the only one that tried to take it to the attack was Daryl Mitchell. Like I look at the Pakistan innings, and it was it was seeming a lot, and there was a lot of opportunities of getting wickets, and um, suddenly Matt Henry's gone past the edge of Zaman, past the edge of Zaman, another Jaffa, and Zaman's just gone, geez, if I, if I keep them letting, like, letting them bowl to me here, I'm going to get out. So he came down the wicket, pumped him through extra cover, and the next ball over-pitched was another four. Milne bowled a no-ball the next over to Ayub, and suddenly he pumped one for four, and they kind of like, they got momentum. 
And Daryl Mitchell tried to do that, but then got out that over. He, he went four, we went two, four, four, and then got out. Um, and then that kind of like really stunted us because we were three down inside the power play. So, you know, whenever you get three down inside the power play, you're going to be struggling. And it was unfortunate because Chad Bowes and Will Young, they're sort of, I guess they're trialing in a way. And the, the T20 team, they'd be the most inexperienced along with Chapman a little bit in the batting order. And they just didn't really fire. So it was unfortunate, but they'll get another chance. They will get another chance. There's five games in the series. So we just have to lick our wounds, reflect, and we're going to be back at the ground in exactly um, 18 hours time. Yeah. And hopefully you'll get 15 hours sleep. Uh, Grant Elliott. One last one. It's a pretty big one. It's his first chance for us to to chat about it. Last time we were in studio together, it was April Fool's Day. We thought it was a cruel April Fool's Day joke when we saw Kane Williamson go down in the IPL with uh, what we suspected was uh, an injury of some substance. Uh, we've got clarity on that. You probably touched on this last week with news coming out uh, that an ACL uh, injury uh, recovery times anywhere between six months and a year just seems unlikely he's going to be there. It's cruel for him personally. Um, you don't know how many World Cup cycles he's got left. It's cruel for New Zealand especially. Um, how do they replace him? Is there an obvious person? Um, I don't think you can replace Kane Williamson. I mean, all I said was I think that everyone just shuffles up one. I, I do think that maybe – I'm a big believer with coaching is that you look at the tools that you've got and then you create the game plan around it. So we've got Glenn Phillips who's been batting quite low. So does Glenn Phillips then jump up to three or do you just put Daryl Mitchell in at three and then everyone just shoves up one? Uh, that's That's an option. That means that Latham will be at four and not five. I wasn't keen on putting Latham in at three, but maybe that's why Latham's opening in the T20s now and batting at three in the T20s. Maybe they're preparing him, but the reason why I don't like that is because Latham's been batting at five for so long in the build-up to the World Cup. He's been the perfect five to like resurrect innings and come in and you know yeah. play to run a ball. So I would leave him at five. And the other one is, you know, the the forgotten man of New Zealand cricket for white ball cricket is Henry Nichols. Henry Nichols was opening the batting. So he was. So does that mean Henry Nichols could slide in where Devin Conway is and then Devin Conway goes down to three? Um, there's there's a couple Gaptel? of options. No, I don't think. I think Gaptel's done his dash. I just don't think they'll go back to him because yeah. I think that they've put their faith in Finn Allen. Um but, you know, Jimmy Neesham's playing and he turned down a contract. So who knows? That might be, you know, the sign that they're willing to pick anyone that is not contracted to New Zealand. So there is a few um, options, but I think the only person that can answer that question is Gary Stead. So I'll yeah. ask him tomorrow when I see him in the way well, he's not here, but I'll have to ask him in the fourth uh, um, T20 when he arrives. I'll ask him maybe for the next show. Well, whack a microphone under his nose um, and we'll play it on this wonderful show. But but you're so so right, Grant. There's no clear and obvious replacement because the guy is peerless, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's like Trent Bolt. You know, everyone goes, oh, how are we going to replace Trent Bolt? And it's like, well, you can't. He's world class. Like, you don't replace Trent Bolt. You find another combination. That's what you do. You find a combination that works. And I mean – Look at what's happened to Matt Henry. Like Matt Henry's been exceptional in all three formats now. Now that he's not sitting on the sideline, 
and he's not thinking about his place. He's enjoying his cricket. And, you know, the, that's what happens. People start rising to the top. And even Adam Milne. Adam Milne looked amazing today. He was bowling 148 clicks. So, you know, he was bowling with pace and he, he had a lot of movement out there. And I think that's what happens. World-class players go, but players will pick up the slack and you'll find different combinations that work for the team. But unfortunately, it's getting close to the World Cup now. So we need to get those combinations right. Absolutely. And that's why this series is taking on all the more significance, uh, despite some uh, key players being uh, unavailable. Uh, with one day as five of them to follow this five-match T20 series. Grant, we're going to hopefully catch up with you every week while you're over there. Great to see. Now I'm just keeping you up as long as possible with a really long outro. <laughs> a really long outro. Like it's like wonderful it. to say, well, wonderful to have you on the show. <laughs> we truly appreciate it. Um, and what straight to sleep is it? Even in your suit, he's he's wearing his number ones, listeners. He's he's looking immaculate. But, uh, oh, there's the big Pakistan, the Pakistan star. On the cross's heart, you'll go straight to sleep <laughs> in that, won't you? Look, double starred up. Look at that, the double star. Ugh. On the heart, just, yeah, no, doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right. It's it's quite weird. Carl Mills and I thought that we were going on an under nineteen Pakistan tour because we've got this like school uniform on with the Pakistan star on our blazer. Just doesn't seem right. But anyway, he did the hacker today, so he's done his bit. That's fantastic stuff. Great, go get some rest, mate. Great to hear your voice. We'll catch up with you next week. Okay, guys, I love the show. It's a great show. Thanks a lot. It is, Grant. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Grant. Grant wonderful show. Um, it always seemingly goes up a notch or two, doesn't it, Ben Francis, when um, Grant's away. Don't know why. Don't know if that's just coincidence. 